Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down newish hip-hop albums track by track, give you the thoughts and opinions, whatever just stands out as we go through it. And the goal is to kind of look at the entire project, the album, as like its own being rather than just paying attention to the singles or whatever, and just kind of the overall experience of listening to the project. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, or HSR. Um, Normally joining me is Chris Chrome, but unfortunately he has to work on Saturdays, the day we record. So here I am doing this bonus episode on my own. Um, today I will be breaking down Twisted Generation Nightmare. And this one I've been a little bit excited for, I'm not even going to lie. So uh, I'm going to do a bit of the intro stuff. So you can uh, check the description of this video and skip ahead if you want to see when we actually start talking about the album. But uh, I want to preface this all by saying I'm not an expert um, by any means. This is just something that's kind of like a growing journey for me. I want to create and find a community of people who just care about listening to music and breaking it down like I do. So nobody in my life was in that interested in like my real day jobs and all that shit. So I came to the internet and just started doing this and I met a whole bunch of cool people. So I keep doing it because every album I break down and I listen to just kind of inspires me and I feel like I learn and I grow more. So so that's the whole point of this for me. But that means that you person coming to this review, you probably know a lot more about Twisted and the Magic Ninja Entertainment Universe than I do. You might even uh, go way back to the Juggalo days and whatnot. All I'm saying is y'all might know a lot more than me. And I encourage you because of that to leave any comments adding to the review or just correcting me or your own interpretations of things because on the real everybody who comes to the review is going to go check the comment section so if i make any dumb claims or anything you know that you feel is kind of weird and you correct it it's like everyone else who comes to the review benefits from it anyway i'm certain my intro is going a little bit too long here so i just want to pivot quickly to show how much i care about the comments we like to do our favorite comment on last week's video and this is just to show some appreciation because i respond to every single comment so on last week's video was actually just a complete random twist and we i did a bjork's debut album and on that project florian j had this lengthy comment which he said i'm still watching the review but here's a little fun fact about human behavior the concept of the song was inspired by david attenborough he's the dope ass british dude who does all the wonderful voiceovers for the bbc like you know like planet earth and world war ii in color and pretty much any documentary series from the bbc that has been dope he has voiced um animal documentaries so she curiously watches humans like adam burrow watches wildlife so what you said at the end of the analysis is pretty much spot on also with crying the theme that she's far from home is really what this album was kind of about debut is like the little icelandic girl coming to the big city london for the first time the next album post could be seen as a sequel where she has become a big city woman the title's debut and post should be understood as before and after so I was like, that's a pretty fucking dope comment, right? Like, that's the kind of shit that blows my mind, right? This guy uh, knows way more about Bjork than I do, and he really helped frame, just kind of put into a picture just what's going on in her world and some extra background information, because this stuff's not simple to Google. So I just want to show appreciation for the people who do take the time to, like, share such dope shit, even if this might not be the most hip-hop review we did. I digress. Before jumping into it, special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsi, Jonathan Barnes, Lindell Williams, uh, DJ Black Hurricane, 
and Chris Prado. They support what we do. We'll talk a bit about that at the end of the video, but I'd like to plug them at the beginning when you're still watching. And on that note, it's time to talk about Twisted's new album, Generation Nightmare. Now, on the real, something incredible happened in my life flashing up on the screen is twisted tweeting at me and showing like love to the fact that i tweeted at them now this might not mean a whole lot to anybody out there because maybe i'll tweet more than i do but anytime somebody that i admire as a famous person tweets me i feel so fucking cool and it was like really dope to know that i was going to be reviewing this album and they tweeted me which just put me in such a great fucking mood for it um so this is the part of the review where I like to contextualize uh, how familiar I am with the act because based on your history listening to their music, if you're a longtime fan for like 20 years or if you just jumped on like last year or whatever, your entire experience it, listening to this project is going to be different. If you've been waiting for it for six months or if you've just been kind of eh, if you listen to that Halloween special thing they dropped, if you know, like all these different things can play into your overall experience. So as for myself, um, I guess I discovered the ICP and Twisted Folk around 2010-11. Um, I kind of got into the uh, more ICP, but I always thought that Twisted had like dope-ass rapping. I just, at that time of my life, wasn't really that interested in investigating music the way that I am now. And I definitely had a few songs from theirs that I really liked, um, like the one of its... <clears throat> Sorry, like uh, Hydro at Lazy Bone was always a favorite of mine. And a few others just kind of popped through, but I always loved the way that they rap. Like, I just always found that they had such a fascinating contrast of voices, and it was always hard to pick if I like Jamie Madrox better or if I like Monoxide because they balance each other out so fucking well. I love the experimentation with the beats and just how all over the place it is. Um, love Don't Live Here Anymore, It's Been Cold Since You Went Away is a song that like I've listened to so much that I can't help but almost sing along word for word when it comes on. I think when they attach themselves to these more emotional issues, they can express it in such an honest and relatable way that it almost feels like I'm listening to things that I felt myself, which that song definitely did for me. So I can't say I've ever really done a lot of their albums, but we did do the continued evolution of life's questions uh, as one of the first reviews that was actually done on this channel. And I remember loving the more emotional side of their songs like um black clouds or the first one on the album is just ridiculous like there's so much that i felt on that project i think like half of it i just really loved the more horrorcore side of it i was like okay i understand that it's really well made it's just it's something i appreciate more than i like so i really dug the emo side of that album i don't know if that's an offensive way to put it but it's fucking dope to me so it's not an insult uh and so i was really excited for this project i also realized that i missed the triple threat album that came out that i really almost want to go back and cover as well because well spoiler alert i really like this uh generation nightmare album so this is going to be one of those more like this is fucking dope reviews um I don't have a lot more to say about them. Uh, I do want to comment that as far as their beef with ICP and the whole split from Psychopathic and any of the drama surrounding that, I'm pretty ignorant to. I don't take sides in that stuff. So I, I, have a, I just want to preface this because, uh, sorry, the wind is opening the door. One quick second. Um, I don't want to take any sides because I don't really feel like I care is more the point of it i think that icp does its thing and twisted does its thing and i would like for them to be friends because they made some great shit together like who the fuck doesn't like homies but 
I mean, at the same time, I kind of really dig the different vibes that are coming from each camp. Um, I don't know. I just am appreciator of stuff. So I stay out of the drama. And I, I got the feeling a couple of these tracks approach it. So I don't know. And I would love to hear your interpretations, folk who have been following this and are just a lot more informed than I am. I have a good top level understanding of the situation. I don't really have any of the details. Um, again, I don't care that much to look it up, but I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on it um also gmoski is dope just wanted to throw that in the middle of this because he commented on our review when we covered him and he's on this their label so they're, they're dope both twisted and gmoski i digress uh generation nightmare is a fucking fascinating title because you think about you know how generations get these little names and descriptions kind of attached to them like the uh, i guess the cyber generation i don't know if that's what it was called but you know it would imply we all grew up with the technologies and stuff or millennials the people who came of age around the new millennium or all these different things to signal just kind of when you were born in a quick descriptive understanding of that group of people and with generation nightmare it really got to consider all the people growing up now like all the little kids and whatnot or the youth you know i'm 31 years old so I, I've lived through angst. I went through the Bush version of that shit, but I can only imagine that this Trump era is, is something different for a lot of people. And I don't have an opinion about Trump. Honestly, I'm Canadian. So I, again, I don't want to be poking my nose into shit I don't know enough about. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his personal ethics, but I don't know enough about him as a president, as I guess my point. Still, when I consider the, the vibe and the times and the polarization and everything else, it really is like this weird and cryptic nightmare that everyone is kind of living through. And all the people growing up now really could be this generation nightmare. Or maybe it's the people who grew up in the past that are scarred now or whatever. But still, you get the idea that this is an album to relate to but while not necessarily going to be approaching the most positive themes. And I really like the title. As far as the cover goes, it's got this little symbol, Twisted. It's just got the title. It's in black with some kind of grayscaling effect to uh, showcase the icon on it. Uh, it's fine. The album cover does absolutely nothing for me, but the title of the album is fucking dope. And that's part of the album. That's why we talk about it on every episode, because how you spell What's the first thing that you're going to see with the project? The title on the cover. Anyway, uh, it's time to go through it track by track. There's 20 of these motherfuckers to talk about. I'm excited to get through this Generation Nightmare experience. So the truth is, as long as everybody keeps talking about Twisted, they really will live forever. So like... I'm not really great with the music, but there's like this pronounced snare. Meanwhile, there's like like this kind of pronounced like snare driving this beat, right? Mixed with these more like industrial electronic-y sounds mixed with this like kind of eeriness. And then if you just look at the effects used on Jamie Madrox's voice on the introduction, everybody's gonna die and I won't tell you why. It's almost inaudible. It's, it's so low and buried that you're almost not supposed to hear it. It's supposed to be like sneaking up on you just a little bit. But it really sets this tone and then it kicks in. It's like, I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live forever. And you just get this, like, such a powerful start, right? Like, everybody's going to die, but I won't tell you why and I won't tell you how and nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to live forever. So it's like, look, the reality of the situation is everybody is going to die and you don't know when and you don't understand how. But regardless of that situation, nothing's going to stop me from doing what I 
I'm set out to do it in my life. And because of that, with the legacy I'm building, I will live forever. At least that's how I interpret it. Obviously, you can all interpret it however you took it, but it's what really spoke to me. And on a, I'm like, as a person who's on this grind, trying to do my own version of what they're trying to do, it's like, I feel like it almost spoke to me in a really personal sense. So just because of how much I related to this project, I feel like I was a little bit biased in how much I fucking liked it. But to me, it was an amazing start and at a point where I needed something to like anthem to. So I was really dope for that. Uh, then even like lyrically just after that, your life's an indecision. Somehow you'll never choose. No matter what the game, you'll never win. You always lose. I'm going to live forever. And again, this is such a relatable thing for me just because you look around at a lot of people who are caught in mediocrity and indecision and they're not able to figure out the specifics of what they would like to do with their life and they, their life is just happening all around you and there are consequences to all of your actions or inactions and the truth is certain people because of how they live their life are not going to win whereas i feel like myself even if i don't achieve like super duper top level fame there will be some kind of impact to what i do if i play my cards right and i live the way i'm supposed to and i grind it off where i will live forever because of my legacy and that's at least what i took off on this shit and it really was like such a powerful start and this is just the very beginning like the song is short it's two and a half minutes but the music's all over the place with some great fucking effects and shit added like kind of like like you can tell that they're not afraid to play with how technology can morph the music while also mixing in more like traditional sounds like that drum pattern so as we're going to discuss multiple times the shit's all over the place in terms of sound so this one has like this kind of i don't know singy rappiness to it it's i don't know that there's not really a lot of hip-hop per se going on you have this one little verse where they go back and forth where it's like we are off the, this planet thankfully for you our voice is audible hard to understand it you say your life is weak and horrible take it all for granted they say that we do leave all this bullshit behind you now time to grow fast because hell's upon you and you're not checking out you know and it's like it, to me it, it's almost like an attack on the attitude of the apathetic or the people who again neglect to do anything with their lives or take advantage of what's over there but but proceed to complain like you really get that you say your life is weak and horrible and then you know, take it all for granted so there's like an attitude here that a lot of people may have and maybe it is something that's prevalent in this generation who does like to pass the buck and complain and a lot of this divisiveness is simply because we're not accountable to ourselves Overall, I really dug this track. I really thought it was super interesting lyrically. It doesn't like bring a lot more than that. It just repeats it again. But because of the way they sing and the, how they can transition from like this singy sound to this like chanty chorus to this like rapping little verse to everything all in one little track it's just like you're excited to hear what they're gonna do with the the rest of the 19 because let's be real when you see 20 tracks you're a little bit like this is gonna be hit or miss this is either gonna be some shit where like by track 12 you're like Bleh. or it's gonna be like what you're kind of expecting at this point a versatile alive experience so i gave this song a 4.5 and another thing to point out about this album is it's not really meant, in my opinion, to be listened to track by track. Yeah, there might be a couple that kind of work as singles, but 
right away they're telling you that this album is meant to be kind of an album you just listen to beginning to end because about 20 seconds before the actual end of live forever the beat changes into something and it really just kind of serves as an introduction for the next song meaning that even before the end of the first song officially you're not really getting that beginning of the second song unless you're going to listen to it forever so you can cut to phlegm in the windpipe but it's not the real start of the song so all of a sudden we go from that more electronic synthetic -y sound of live forever to this new metal alt rock song with the rapping so it's clearly new metal now i like i said i'm 31 which means that I was like 12 in 2000, which means I am probably the only group of people alive that really love new metal. Our age group, we all love new metal. I know that the people above us in age and the people below us in age don't like new metal like I do. But when I heard this, my excitement just spiked the fuck up. So there is a bit of nostalgia in here that is exciting me. And those of you who like new metal, I can't recommend this shit enough because it's fucking dope on top of that the song has like a concept to it so painting circles uh i'm a guitar guy like who uh who do i relate to the half-hearted who do i pretend to like garbage who doesn't give a fuck about what you started honestly most of it is the r word i'm not an entity whatever's left to me more of an artist than anything you'll ever be i don't pretend to be the hardest i pretend to be normal and assistant that breaks people down etc and like an algorithm embedded so deep it's just like a phlegm in the wind pipes so you can't cough it out what the fuck are you talking about in the system of rhyme i design is embarrassing to bring the awareness about so i know i just read out the whole verse but it's because i think it's a really interesting and important criticism of society that i don't really hear a lot of people calling out so directly here and it's this compulsive desire that everyone has to like fit in like and if you think about your own workplace or your own life you're gonna see that crap where like everybody watches the same netflix show you'll watch peer pressure make somebody who's like i don't want to watch that show go to wow i watched it just so that you can have the conversations while you're outside having a cigarette or whatever um but in general it's just saying like look all these people who aren't fully committed to things who like a bunch of pop nonsense who like basically at the end of the day a lot of people without a solid identity in themselves and everybody's trying to like be this level of fake because most people can't handle any kind of real anymore and i was like damn and the truth is is this has become such an ingrained part of our culture that it's impossible to just remove it everyone knows it nobody really likes it you know kind of like phlegm in a windpipe it's like this annoying thing you can work around it can't get sometimes can't get rid of it and it's fucking obnoxious but it's just always there and it's constant you know anyway i like the fact that mr madrock started us off like that and it's this intense fucking thing and then they break into a proper clean singing chorus and uh, it's fine it's like you know the your world is trying to bring me down so i feel like we transition it's kind of like this is you and this is the society you're trying to be in me i'm trying to be real you know just that's what the whole fucking chorus is is your insanity is fucking up my way of living um and then monoxide comes in and he kind of takes the conversation away from them and focuses it more on twisted uh since i won't sell my soul i can see their eyes roll just beating me down to judgmental size oh what a wicked web i weave etc so i like how there's a like, there is some decent fast-paced rapping going on here with some 
actual proper messaging at the end of the day monoxide's verse still flows out like we're legitimate uh, when it comes down to this music and stuff we're gonna be just legitimate with it you can't like we're not gonna conform to your crap just because y'all do it and i really appreciate that it just it's again it's almost like anthemic music to relate to if you're trying to pave your own way in life and then I like the bridge where he's like, I don't know why. I put my middle finger up in the sky. They want to die, but I won't let them see their ghosts as they fly. You know, it's just kind of like, I don't know why I'm such a rebel in this situation. You know, why I feel like I have to fight back, but this is what it is. And so all these people who want to kill themselves in their own fucking dumbass ways. And this is again what I'm interpreting. Uh, well, they don't even deserve to understand the consequences of their actions. So I'm going to go out there and do my shit, but all these people just it's almost like when you watch people make mistakes in terms of how they live where you know that when they're 50 they're going to be basically dead in their spirit what's the fucking point i don't know i really enjoyed this one a lot again the sound of it has this crazy good fast-paced drumming going on it feels like new metal but again more on that rock side of it all definitely something i would have paid money to go see back in 2006 hell if twisted comes to montreal I go see fucking. I pay money to go see them now. I'm very happy with what I've heard so far. I give this a 4.65. I wanted to give it a higher mark, but sometimes with new metal, I feel like I hear it, and then like a week and a half later, I hear it again, and I'm like, okay, maybe I was a little bit too generous with it. But um, keep in mind, uh, the album came out on April 26th. Um, I, I heard it all for the first time on April 26th. I'm recording this on April 27th. So if you're watching this in like two and a half months, just bear with that. You know, keep it mind is all i'm saying anyway speak of is the next track on this project i don't 100 percent know what the catalyst of the song is but i kind of got the feeling that it was a little bit of being compared to juggalos and being compared to icp and just being compared to different shit or just dealing with the fact that like the reputation or the things that people are speaking of and just even the fact that you would even want to compare them is kind of fucking obnoxious and it makes them have a little bit of trouble dealing with shit either way i really enjoyed this one like it kicks off with jamie madrox going my patience has got me anxious and it's hard to breathe and it's hard to cope with my anxiety and i know they're always gonna laugh at me it's called embarrassment i carry this like a ton of bricks inside a suitcase and it kind of flows on like that um and it's got like this this tone where you feel his anxiousness and what i really appreciate about the way that they write especially when they approach this kind of subject matter is how honest it sounds and how you don't like you don't question if he feels this way you just you can just tell that this is expression because they actually are trying to cope with some shit as opposed to trying to monopolize on this kind of emotional subject matter for the sake of your views because I don't really feel like he's trying to sympathize with me. I feel like it's like he's trying to like, trying to get my sympathy. I mean, I feel like you're just trying to break down their perspective on a bunch of situations or what's causing them to feel this way. But uh, uh, the feeling every time I get the feeling that I really want to feel, the feeling disappears and never ever seems to last. Need a new drug? Is there a script you can write to prescribe me a little bit of hope? Because I've been in the dumps for too many days and it's unbearable for me to pretend that I even want to cope. And I practice what I preach and tell everybody to kind of believe in their shit. And he kind of pushes forward. And you just get this sense where... I guess Twisted isn't necessarily popping where they want to be this far into their career. But they're still pushing at it. And... 
you get the sense that it's not easy to do so in light of all of the negative energy being thrown their way, in light of all of the maybe lack of seriousness they're given. So I really like that. And then this chorus, it really was fun. It's like, don't try to compare me to someone I'll never be because that don't phase me. I'm unique love. And I don't know. It's just the way they threw the love in, like you're just talking to some girl or whatever. And it's like, yo, aren't you like blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, no, no. Don't even bother with that shit. I am my own thing. I'm not from whatever thing you're comparing me to. I, I've got my own thing going on. And I really appreciated that because I think a lot of people often maybe try to offer like a compliment like oh you sound like blah 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 it's like i don't want to sound like blah 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 i want to sound like me so like i want to express my life like you know why don't you look for the me in this as opposed to other people maybe that was just my petty feelings coming in but that's what i took from what they're doing here um then you got that second verse from monoxide where he's like inside of my mind is a dark place that i only go to when i need space and right now i got the lights out and i'm feeling like i might be full of hate i want to climb down before a dunk tank another way decompress say fucking sure life's a mess you know and he's flowing on through where it's like this level of self-awareness where it's like he's aware that there's this dark part of his mind where everything might be going on but simultaneously he it's like he can almost dip into it when he needs to for whatever reason and then the line that really made me consider that this might be a little bit targeted at being compared to Juggalos is, um, you hate that three-year-old bark going against my grin is my arc. Juggalo vein is my target. Out of my way, I get heartless and I'm calling up, uh, calling it out, but I couldn't give a fuck regardless because to me, it's hot fire, this garbage. I could turn them on to carnage uh, with a quick trip back to deep spaces of darkness. So it's like he's sets up the verse explaining that he's got this darkness inside of him, etc. And then it's almost like, he can tap into it and then lays out that like look man these juggalos are there and if i wanted to wreck icp or violent j we could do it we just don't want to indulge it we don't want to do this shit you know so i think it's a fucking waste of time that's what i kind of took from it and then letting you know that they're kind of aware of the situation but they're choosing to just kind of move on with their life and the fuck out of here stop bringing it up is, is again what i took i might be wrong and if i am i super duper encourage you to let me know in the comments what you believe this song is about or if you actually know that would be really dope either way um we've completely left the realms of new metal on this one it kind of has this more modern sounding i don't know if it's really trap but kind of like in that vibe where we're, we're flowing in something that sounds like it came out in the last couple of years right and definitely more in the realms of being like an actual rap song which coming after like the weird electronic industrial first track to the new metal second song to this rap thing i'm already going holy shit eh this is the third track of the album and again they all like flow seamlessly together where you're supposed to just kind of be listening to this experience so you've got the subject matter that's almost contextualizing how they see the world how the world sees them kind of how everybody fits into this generation nightmare meanwhile they're keeping your attentive and paying attention just from a sonic perspective because they keep flipping shit up and you're like i have no idea what the fuck's gonna come next but what i can tell you is that it's gonna be something new the song's called something new and there's this part where it's like and it just sounds like they lifted some old timey shit like i'm not even certain what instrument or sound it is but it just feels like a record player sample from like 
the 20s or 30s when it was that early quality. Meanwhile, you got these hard-hitting, pump-you-to-fuck-up drums and shit uh, going on. And it's just like these bassy sound pumping it up, like this juxtaposition of like the absolute modern with this old shit. And it's just completely creating something fucking new. Um, it, it's definitely a little bit more of like a flossier song in terms of content matter. And it's definitely got more of like a traditional trap flow, I would say. So it's like there, it, it's just, it's, it's so fun to listen to how alive the beats are. Now, something that I have a little bit of trouble with, I've gotten better with it, is those groove driven beats where it's like the same chorus sample for like four minutes and you get lost in the groove and you get caught up into it. Now, that's a way to do the song and I totally respect that. But what I love the best is the alive, dynamic, all over the place fucking experience. Almost like prog rock in beat evolution form where like you almost don't know what's going to come next. And I feel like a this beat super experimental but throughout the whole album just almost both verses will change the everything's alive like it, it just doesn't feel like we're just gonna have any real repetition going on in terms of the music so i wanted to give props to that because a, it proves monoxide and madrox's versatility and it proves that like so i guess it's something that's really incredible is regardless of the sound of the beat they're going to sing over it with the right tone of voice they're going to rap over it with the right kind of flow and that is hella impressive all right hella impressive as far as the lyrics from this one goes eh, i'm not as into it like i mean it's not that it's bad it's just like i was so into like I guess i mean it is a commentary you know we changed the game like fitted hats so welcome to all to our new era nah fam we ain't giving it back come take the shit if you can do better to be honest from what i've heard and when i seen it at the concert there's nothing to be bothered by because all y'all are getting fathered i don't give a fuck anyway flossing we the sickest you're not that sick we got nothing to worry about we doing some shit we dropping the new and then that fucking crazy hook where it's just you know you know bullshit sound better than they do when i thought you knew they want something new feels like they're all gone forever now all together now whatever it's a standard chorus that in my opinion works with this song but it's a lot more about the the overall sonic experience like lyrically is not what's selling this song in my opinion it's just fine they floss in they do their shit they are fucking dope um jamie madras is the second verse and it's fine it's there's really not a lot i'm finding here that i was like stupidly into in terms of what they rapped about but i'm still really enthralled by the sound of the song because the the production the overall feel of it the delivery the rap talent displayed i mean just because i don't think it's the most interesting the fact is maybe you thought the last three were kind of boring and this is the flossy braggadocious shit you were looking for so i recognize that and when talking about the album experience it's really fun because it breaks it up right like sometimes after hearing about some you know more intense shit a little bit of a darker theme it's like yo first i mean even conceptually it makes sense the last track is stop comparing us to people you know we don't like that shit and in this song we fly as fuck we invent new shit we are pioneers and other motherfuckers copy us like it all kind of works together it's totally dope um as far as in my enjoyment goes i like it less than the other couple so i gave it a 4.35 but i still think it's so good and in the context of flowing through the album it's totally something you're leaving on it's totally not something i feel like you're gonna skip and it definitely adds value on that note i like the next song a lot fucking more so let's talk about siamese amazement 
So this shit is punk as fuck to me. Uh, it's fast paced. It's like two minutes, nine seconds of adrenaline engaged, quick band feeling like I was enthralled. This is my shit. Like, and the fact that they, they almost go back and forth line by line. Like, it'll be like, if I'm vulnerable, so are they, uh, sorry, that's the hook. That's not where they really do it. Uh, they do it on the verses. So it's like, I like knives, endless fun, screams, nothing new to me will be like the next one. It seems like I'm the hostile type and it flips back to covered in blood from this horror life of dreams. Feel it, live it, kill it, dig a hole and put us in it. We'll crawl back cause we're here to stay. Cause we're the trash you throw away. And I feel like, um, in this verse, we're just looking at this like sensationalized, maybe violence-driven, charged-up group of outcast people who feel neglected type of shit that's going on. You know, a way of just this, and, and I don't know, like just how everyone almost is like this. And even if it's not so extreme as liking knives and whatever, I'd still feel like people kind of all fit this prototype these days. Everyone's kind of charged up about their own thing and deep down inside of their soul there's a little bit of this brewing but i really like the chorus with the if i'm vulnerable so are they come to kill screaming my name middle fingers locked and loaded fuck them all let him die and when he when i think about that it's like if you feel this anxiety like everyone's coming at you maybe everyone else is also feeling this way so they're coming at you you know they're screaming out your name and you're like well fuck that i'm gonna live the way i want i'm gonna do my thing and it almost creates this divisiveness so y'all just end up being a little polarized and with a bunch of middle fingers flying and everyone hating some shit, you know? And then I just, I love the fuck, 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 fuck the mob. Been a victim of getting chopped while I'm standing tall, you know? And just the idea of like, well, I'm trying to live my life proper and do some shit. Everyone's out there with their fucking malice and their fucking pain feelings and, you know, just coming at me and taking me down, taking me off of my pedestal, even if I earn that pedestal. So I like how he's like lost in an imagination somewhere up inside of a dream. I'm somewhere and I'm still nothing to you. And then if we think about just how the world is, I'm out doing my own thing. And really, at the end of the day, I'm in my own little bubble. And maybe you're aware of it, but there's a good chance you're not and whatnot. And it's just how you feel about me is I'm an irrelevant thing. Even if you're like my fan, even if you're somebody that thinks behind that suits the shit, at the end of the day, I'm probably still kind of nothing to you beyond just a, a face that talks to you sometimes about music. So I really appreciate just this kind of like meta look at stuff. And then that second verse, it's like, you know, I like bullets, guns, endless fun, rights, are we men or mice, opinions posted up for likes, delete it, tweet it, feed it, fight it, break its back, leave it bleeding out on the mat, standing over your opponent feels better than the other way now, don't it? And it sounds to me like this is just how everyone's got their opinions and the way we debate online isn't so much about finding truth in a situation but a lot more about being right and about winning so the, the way we are just competitive and the way we're all driven it's like you know we throw out our opinions we delete statuses we tweet new shit we just fight and we go out of our way to try and destroy someone like that meme that's like when you're losing a fight and the person makes a grammatical error so you go in for the fucking kill and you throw insults around and shit and i don't know i just feel like there's this like lust for this kind of chaos and i think that part of the song is to be like maybe the way we treat opinions is similar to the lust for violence that we have out there so i thought it was brilliant i thought it was my favorite one to listen to so far i am i'm hooked on this song couldn't recommend it enough granted if you're looking for a hip-hop song maybe not the one for you but if you want some hard driven shit 
totally absolutely worth your fucking time i love the back and forth i like this a lot five on five brilliant fucking track there is a little bit of an electric element built into it like edme kind of effecty shit and i think that's also really cool how nothing that they do is really like a pure genre it's more like how they confuse genres and create something new no that was the last song anyway i guess you can say they have a sick mind terrible segue all right so we go from like punk let's call it just to be simple here and we migrate into what i call creepy rap beat with triplet flows like I'm in such a fucking dark place. I don't. I'm in such a fucking dark place. I look in the mirror, but I don't know who that is. You know, like that, like triplet flow thing that everyone's up to, and I like it. I don't know why anyone hates the triplet flow. I know Snoop Dogg made fun of it for a quick minute, but I think it sounds dope. And I think the the idea that like this this beat, it's like you can tell they're like, yeah, needed that flow. Let's go with it. Run with it. And as a rapper. Monoxide is proving again how versatile and dope he is. So I thought it was cool. In this first verse, it feels like Monoxide is kind of setting you up to this creepiness inside of his mind, how he feels like an outcast. So he maybe feels a little sick. Like, I'm in such a fucking dark place. I, as you said that part, but like, I look in the mirror and I don't know who that is. I just know that it's not my face. Feeling unusual. That is my usual. Albeit beautiful mind state. What will I do to you? Maybe some voodoo. Who knows what I'll try? I'm so sick in the mind. And it kind of rolls on through, like, you know, like confusing. Uh, I, sorry, this one really cracked me up. I wanted to point this one out. And I heard him like, cattle uh i don't think i'm even using it right like confusing a spoon with a knife and i think that that is playing up on the fact that he says and i heard him you know in the sense like hurt or heard like uh he's or like i heard them like voices or whatever and you know he basically uses the word heard wrong on purpose and calls himself out with it and i really enjoyed that i thought it was fucking funny a little bit and I, i i just enjoyed that um and it flows on through and it's really great to listen to i think and he just kind of paints this picture as he keeps going like as the verse ends up it's like funny how the mind can be intertwined with the dark side from a thin line of the maniacal salt mind the benefit who gives a shit it's irrelevant like contaminated evidence and do it for the hell of it and medicine ain't helping so murder is my element and you know and then the chorus kind of questions have you come in contact with this sick mind the shadows are the only ones ever listening you know like have you ever met this type of person that monoxide is just painted out this person with maybe crazy feelings and insane uh desires and you know some of the shit that they experience is you know if you listen to their career they've made many a song expressing some crazy ass shit like that um but then Jamie Madrox, I think, flips your expectations a bit and actually brings some more meaning to the song. You know, imperfections less than perfect, examining inward for outward purpose, these spoken words, they provide a service to those who need them. They're feeling worthless. So right off the jump, it's like you might look at it a certain way, but everything that we're doing has a reason for it because there's a lot of people out there who hear our songs and kind of relate to it because they feel a certain way, like worthless. These feelings surface in times like these. World can make you feel like you're a disease. Been there, done that, got lost, came back, witch race, lost track, so familiar, constantly cool, like it's always December. Lack of emotions I cannot remember. Going through notions that fit in society. And this is shit like I can relate to. I'm not really a fan of the normative behaviors that's expected of everyone or the fashion choices or the way that we're all supposed to kind of behave the same way or the fact that people don't really like the truth and everyone's kind of more interested in in this like social politics and all the nuanced crap that's out there. And I feel like what this whole second verse is trying to do is 
be like, look, there's a lot of people out there who feel a certain way, maybe a little bit on the dark side of life, in touch with their more sinful nature or their more darker compulsions. And I think the second verse is being like, well, society really ostracizes these motherfuckers. And like a lot of these people are out there and really shouldn't be shamed in the way that they are. Maybe I'm just adding my own little subjective interpretations to it, but i'll be alive in the revelry generally lost in empathy mentally find an identity words are my weapon me still no serenity world will not let me be so i become what they needed me killing my needs and defeating me bringing me down to the point where i look in the mirror and wonder why you still believe in me so that's at the end of the second verse where it's like when you do break down and conform it's like you, you stop recognizing yourself you stop being it and like you can only imagine as an entertainer the amount of demands made on them to be something different than who the fuck they are when they are these people i don't know maybe i'm going too far off in a direction with it but i really like the subject matter of this song however the sound of it was just not as good although it was going to be really hard to follow up the best track i heard so far so i'm giving this a 4.35 it's so well made it's so impressive like it's it's absolutely shocking to me that twisted is not really like top charting right now like this album six tracks in six distinct six distinct styles like where the fuck is the journalism like where's the little thing google card that pops up going yo twisted did some dope shit i don't know i don't see it and i'm looking at it like as far as accolades go why don't why isn't this considered hyper impressive like not a lot of people can be this versatile on a project and pull it off anyway next track on the album is here with the dead so from like a sound perspective this one has more of like a i, I want to when i say old school i don't mean like super old school i mean like early 2000s like kind of like arpeggio hugging fucking beat like that and then everything about the way they rap this shit is just sad sounding like they just got this like overall heaviness to their tone of their voice you know and even from the way jamie starts us off far from the place that i feel sorry far from the place that i feel that i'm more adjacent and some of the spaces that i'm facing better views of amazing greatness so i place myself and i'm patient humble and laying bricks like a mason with determination but i'm frustrated because everything is faded and I, am i the only the one who became jaded somewhere in the midst of this shit is so beyond complicated and i fucking again i hear words like that that little snippet there and i just picture my life as again i'm 31 i'm not young quite like people chasing dreams are um i've spent seven years trying to build to not much success i've emulated the great things i see i've met so many crazy interesting people and ultimately you know you're left with determination frustration which leads into so being determined and constantly being frustrated will in fact make you kind of jaded with the world and maybe a little bit darkness you know and i really again i just felt like i connected so deeply with the songs they're writing is just maybe maybe they're just the kind of people who are writing for all the rappers on the grind maybe that's what it is um i don't know and the, the verse kind of like flows on through in the same kind of way like uh but a short period of time allowed to shine like i'm sacred they cannot take it if i stop is it back to basics persuasion of games karma screaming in the face making sure the world knows they'll never replace us i'm blasted who's asking for a quick ride and fuck fave glove when real homies died for this you know like we're just trying to build we're trying to do our thing at the end of the day you know a lot of people are making it more complicated than it needs to be i mean i feel like it's pretty 
self-explanatory what's going on here and then the chorus has them just trying to like deal with shit and it's getting harder and there's a lot of problems in in terms of your like mind state and it is an extremely challenging thing like you may have noticed if you are a regular fan of this channel there was not a lot of videos last week well i uh, needed a little break for a quick minute just because well a it was holidays and b it was like man sometimes when you look at low performing shit after a while you just need to like take a couple days away so you can come back enthusiastic and ready to talk about twisted um monoxide does the whole second album uh sorry the second verse um i'm the evil incarnate riding in cars with humanity's vomit feeling lethargic hiding in bars because i no longer wanted to keep you feeling bizarre like i'm a circus performer and uh flowing on a bit you must be snorting i'm ralph camden you ed nortons so ralph cramden is apparently a guy who loses a lot and has bad luck and i feel like monoxide follow suit and just pointing out they're right like the dredges of life they're not really doing very well maybe they're not being given the esteem and shit kind of like what i was saying on the last one and uh fuck the smoke i bring the terror dome like pee give me every single word that i wrote on a cd i'm giving pink slips to dick lips who think this it's just some internet talk we don't really eat this you know people who maybe don't appreciate twisted for who they are maybe they get a lot of haters i really don't know but i'm assuming that that's the case given how they feel so maybe not a lot of people are listening to the albums and seeing how fucking dope they are because i mean i'm two for two with thinking twisted is dope in terms of shit i reviewed so far so i mean i feel like this song was really dope it was really good to listen to like it really hit more of like a proper rap feeling i was looking for on this album and i like the fact that i found so many proper feelings i was looking for on this album so far leaving me with giving this song a 4.5 on 5 which i'm going to say is like the standard for a lot of the songs on this album really well made in the respective hybrid genre they're going for um anyway track eight on this project is called disappear i mean monoxide sets this up in verse one and i don't really know how to describe the sound of this one it sounds different than the other ones more of an upbeat kind of bouncy kind of flow to it the rap is more constant you know just almost storytelling-esque you know please don't let me go outside of my bedroom or i won't live another day i promise i'll be dead soon you cannot understand the kind of life that i've gone through is what i tell myself to feel better but it don't really help rather place blame live in shame it's so in it's my fault and it kind of goes into this like pity trip where you know this person is like i can't live without you i need you to help me i'm incapable of dealing with any of my stuff i can't deal with my own withdrawal i don't want to be another junkie on a leech just blowing through my life like garbage in the streets so i can you know basically it's almost like painting it out like this person who's just fucked up so bad and is like caught up in all the worst mental traps there are to keep yourself down and is passing the blame on anything else rather than trying to look for accountability within themselves and all of this stuff um and then it just kind of ends with this almost like i really want to escape this you know and maybe they won't make the same kind of mistakes as i've done but if they do or at least they get a chance to only see the, to see the only outcome so then it's more like i've done all of this shit so maybe if i put it out on display other people can learn from my mistakes but then it flows into this chorus where it's like all my problems go and disappear disappear close my eyes and then hold in my head i can't open my eyes i hope and that everything's going to disappear and that is a way i think a lot of people live where like a lot of shit's going on you've got problems you've got and i mean for myself there's just certain problems where i close my eyes and i hope they disappear there's some stuff it's like you're so good at dealing with and it's so easy but like 
other things just slip your mind and you just conveniently like pushed them off like i have an ambulance bill and i just happened to not pay for a long time so now it's a collections thing i have to deal with which is stupid it shouldn't have done that but all i have to do is call them up and arrange some shit and i just never seem to get around to doing it i don't know maybe i'm just gonna close my eyes and hope it all disappears still uh, i like that but in the second verse i feel like um you know we get this tone shift again which i think they've been doing a lot on this album like a context setting first verse or uh, a pain oh, a, a certain feeling gets put into the first verse and then the second verse kind of subverts it so instead of being so pathetic it's almost like now you have to overcome a little bit you know like uh tell me what you see when my thoughts manifest like a, an, a noose on my neck and the bricks on my feet and a demon on my chest and it listens when i sleep complicated life changes once either mutate with it or you live in disgust i'm like right over there you start to see like some tone shift going on here so it starts off like everything's fucked up and there's obstacles and there's problems you know it kind of like the same as the first guy's thing but now it's like you either change or you roll with the punches or you're going to be fucking unhappy overcome by the pressure like a fish belly up obstacles in life can be different various to the ones that break the bread and eat the crust some throw you in the wheels and under the bus try to be different try to love and trust but the bad taste lingers like a memory of us i can't change it back but i can't but i can back it up and so you get the sense that you know life's gonna have some consequences and darkness but the overall point of the second verse is that it's how you like live with your shit how you move on from the different obstacles that changes everything so if you're going to pass the buck and like be a loser with it you're going to be miserable but if you try to always look for the silver linings or the educational nuggets in your your hardships you're going to be able to move on your life's a mess i'll make it crystal clear take a listen here you can change gears fuck fear like this ends on a pretty strong note and again we're dealing with maybe a generation that doesn't actually have people saying this kind of shit to them whereas it's almost like in our efforts to allow to be positive to always be positive this like overwhelming need for happiness because we're so fucking depressed because life is so fucking miserable that we overcompensate but in all of this it's like we don't allow ourselves to have honest conversations and i feel like this entire project so far has been like okay let's have an honest conversation about some shit so i feel like disappear follow suit proper it's really dope i give it a 4.5 on 5 totally a great track why don't we move on now and talk about bring me back i mean it starts off and jamie madrox does this like screamy kind of singy voice like this displaced fat legs fought you and he kind of like delivers it like that and i mean it's it's cool it's like definitely different it's like we've left and at first i wasn't sure if this was even going to be like on a rap song because it's only two minutes and 40 seconds so i was like all right we're doing this shit i'm such a mess that i don't know what i'm supposed to do if i try i'll probably fail like i did in the past this existential hate always floating out of my drinking glass and again i'm struck with this like wow some honest and real emotion being put out there so like i feel like a lot of people have this displaced feeling and that they feel like they're a mess and everything they try is a fuck up and things don't actually work and they don't actually win so they don't even try anymore because they're just likely gonna fail and i think that people then suppress themselves and get lost in their various uh escapist activities to avoid the potential for failure because being productive and focusing is a risk um anyway then it's like shatter me cut yourself on broken pieces you never want to believe you know bring me down you are the weight uh on my shoulders slowly pushing me back and maybe there's like calling up again towards this sense where 
this negative energy just kind of is toxic and sucks everybody into it and it's it's like when you are trying to escape it everything just wants to bring me back maybe i'm wrong maybe i missed the point of how this is uh still the chorus has like a bring me back i just want to and just kind of flows in and i'm like all right and then monoxide starts rapping i'm like oh cool we got rap and the screamy singing shit on this track we need more of that in life like i'm gonna throw it out there we just need more people doing this shit in life um, they said we were dead when we left and we'd never be nothing, but we kept on coming and coming and coming. So who gives a fuck about them? What them, what them bitches said, want to pinpoint me like an infrared dot. It don't matter. Don't matter. Like your Instagram comment, take a whole lot more to hurt me than words and chirping from birds with no curve, with no knowledge. I'm going to assume this is a lot of people who assume that when they left psychopathic to go do magic ninja entertainment, they would be worthless, but they kept persevering. They kept building. They got dope dudes like Jimoski. um, and on all the other guys that are there and it really just like focus it just like float in like fuck your opinion fuck your haterisms fuck your crap we kept persevering we kept killing it and now like we're, we're winning you know anyone else who's fucked off or is scared isn't you know like i really appreciated that sentiment like we're not gonna let your hater shit keep us down we kept doing our shit and we kept winning and then uh, we get the third verse where Jamie comes back and it's like coffin-shaped heart. You don't live here because you're not asleep yet. There'll always be a snooze button in life. No reset, no respect when I reflect and I eject. Hot tears tear up in Kleenex hoping to be next. I came from a long line of freak shows and rejects with problems way deeper than a V-neck line saying I'm going to try to do better next time. You know, so it's kind of like he's painting out this insecure like group of people who instead of trying to actually change their things and maybe deal with their stuff and go ahead on into it and get some courage and some cojones in their situation they're people who hit that snooze button and procrastinate to later points and don't actually grow any spine with it you know and overall i like the fact that they're trying to go and move on from wherever they're at and they don't like the fact that other people are trying to bring them back and if you think about it in a more real life perspective kind of way often when you try to grow out of your current circumstances or you try to move on to another thing the people in your world don't like it especially the more jealous ones and they will go out of their way to almost make you fail or to hurt you so that you can't have a better world than them i don't know it's really dope I do think that Jamie Madrox and Monoxide are like a padlock and they are the key to the bridge and beyond. More than a phenom, infinite like the shit we'd be on. No, honestly, they're fucking dope. I really appreciated this one. Uh, I gave it a 4.6 on 5. I wasn't sure exactly if I was going to keep liking it this much after. So again, I went a little conservative with it, but it's definitely better to me than the 4.5 ones I've been giving. Dope track. Um, why do we move on to another one I thought was phenomenal? Let's talk about magic spells. This song is fucking cool. Um, it's back onto that more rocky, like hard rock style. I don't know what genre it is. I'm sorry. But like Monoxide comes in with this nice, like slower rap. Not want to say singy, but like he's delivering it with like a cadence of what is sung verse would be like what i feel lately is 50 shades of hate me and i can't seem to break free and i don't know what i'm feeling maybe myself medicating at the point of breaking i'm not sure if you're relating i just need to feel like i'm the one worth saving 
And yeah, I can imagine if you're going through this world where everyone's fucking hating on you and shit, you know, you get caught in these cycles. Maybe you you know, puff a little bit of chronic or whatever and numb the pain and just kind of cope throughout the day. And at the end of the day, when you are pushing yourself through and everyone's coming at you negatively, you kind of start craving and looking for anybody to be like, nah, you're, you're normal. Like, you're right, you know, like, you're feeling some justified shit, which is why I think, like, when you do find that person, you get these feelings like, you lift me up in times when I want to die, intoxicated by a magic spell you weave all the time, you bring me down every time I feel alive, I'm trying, I'm living, I'm dying this minute. And maybe it's also commenting on how when we feel that way, when we look for that person to pick us up, we get this kind of codependent nature where it's like, when I'm up, you're up, and when I'm down, you're down, and we kind of deal with shit in a really bad way and it's toxic in a sense i know that that word is used a lot but toxic behavior isn't just toxic masculinity it's just there's toxic behavior and there's non-toxic behavior um i don't know i like how um in the second verse when he goes switch it now change the day and take whatever comes my way i gotta say it like the whole beat changes he's like sings it out differently it's really fucking cool um i don't know i feel like it's a little bit dealing with the criticisms and maybe the dependencies that come trying to escape it all and is another look at just some of the shit they're dealing with overall we're flowing it down with a great almost rock song in the middle of this project i think the energy is incredible we again get this honesty this like emotional exposure where it's like they're wearing their heart on their sleeves and I'm really impressed with it. I think this one is a five on five. I think it sounds absolutely brilliant. It is totally a song I'm going to want to listen to again. And I think that they managed even within the rock side of it to sound different every single time, which is fucking cool. I don't have a lot more to comment on this one. It's just really dope. Uh, the next one is called Live In at Sign the Bottom. So like, I think this one is maybe taking a look at how they're perceived in life and how they're choosing to approach it like i said we've been living at the bottom for too long and we celebrated ourselves i got a new life in this hold up go start splashing that cold duck we celebrated like a motherfucker y'all brought it back like show enough we celebrate ourselves. so it's like in, in a stark contrast to like all of the negative criticism and maybe some of the attitude that we've seen across this album where a lot of people are kind of caught up in not being able to deal with the obstacles of life. They've painted out the obstacles that they're dealing with. And their big response is like this middle finger where it's like, yo, we're fucking celebrating ourselves and shit. Um, and then it flows into the first verse for Madrox where, you know, we've been immersing the abuse and continue to treat family like an excuse for the way that we were treated, misleaded in an attempt to belittle and repeat it and cannot defend it. That's probably the reason we're independent. No new friends that are to question. It's like a meadow of unspoken sins like who's to live by. Let's go back to that no new friends that are to question. What if they signed like some new act? Would that not be a new friend? sorry i just i understand the premise of the no new friends idea where like whoever was down and you can trust is somebody you can trust and people that you can't you know like it's all about that shit but i always think it's a little silly because all these people have new friends i'm certain if like one of their idols who is not their friend showed up wanted to be their friend they'd be into it i'm just trying to point it out like that 
look i'm not trying to be that person i'll move on but still i get the feeling it's just kind of talking about how the industry treated them how maybe their former partners treated them how everyone kind of looked down on them and maybe they looked at it like okay okay we can like accept this and tolerate it because we're just trying to be down with the family we're trying to be down with everybody but at the end of the day maybe shit was a little bit fucked up and that's the reason that we're independent you know once a homie now you can give a fuck if you live or die one foot in the casket the other in the real world i know it sounds drastic but i'm telling you how i feel girl so you get this i i took it like you're talking about a bit about violent jay but like you know maybe just commenting in general of anyone who's crossed them so i thought it was pretty solid really set it up nice in terms of just what it's like to feeling like you're at the bottom maybe underappreciated and and knowing who's to blame and feeling a certain way about it you know uh monoxide does the second verse it ain't about who's right it's about who's first Uh, um lies calling and the truth hurts misled on that new church put that on god like a new shirt i'm sick and tired of feeling like i am keep biting my tongue while they all get their lies spun just want them to die son set on the right son for me to oblige none i i get the sense that oh and then it flows on a bit to you don't want have to wait for that kill addiction r.i.p mac miller listen wish it was you in his position who else i got in my vision so i feel like it's the same idea here they um are tired of people talking shit maybe making things up about them not appreciating who they are just propagating stuff where in general they appear to have been silent maybe with it they don't feel like they want to come and talk about stuff but at the same time they want to address the fact that like instead of losing somebody good for the world like mac miller maybe if certain other people who are maybe not so honorable had passed it would have been a better situation so it's subtle in the sense that they're not like directly stating names but i got a feeling like anyone who's been paying attention which is probably more you person watching this than me um has a good idea of what they're talking about and i really like this track i think it was proper has a good vibe to it um it's more on the rap side of things i don't know if i know exactly what genre i feel like most of my descriptive words have been used by now so it's it's more on the rap side of things i give it a 4.5 it's a totally fucking good song and the next one is called skit 17 I, this one is just all jamie madrox and it's kind of like a, a singy rappy kind of feel to it it almost feels upbeat but like at the same time cynical uh i mean in jamie he starts us off with wrap your nightmares up in dreams and try to be successful we're all playing the same stupid game it's just some of us are on different levels we all started with good intentions but battle come in the way it does to knock you can pretend you're not home but you know it will return because it's life and it's never going to stop so we're all cloud chasing we're all trying to achieve what we're trying to get out of life we're all trying to grow but the truth is we're all at different places we all start out trying to be noble but along the way shit fucks it up and you can pretend like you know whatever you want but when you're pretending the truth is going to come out and bite you in the ass i thought it was pretty cool it's a good start to it all um then in the chorus it's like listen i'm i'm done with like playing this game and trying to appease everybody and and dealing with the toxic shit that's out there on the internet and the public reactions and whatnot and then in the second verse it's a little bit more like go find your true purpose don't let people insult you and bring you down don't let people like hate on you in such a negative way uh don't waste time on negative reality sometimes you gotta believe sing and then you know no matter the words the world will never change like that's how it kind of ends in that line after the second hook and it's just it's really kind of cool that like it's it's like this sweet little 
you know what even if you're living at the bottom even if all that because that's the last song again and it like kind of correlates to the previous track which i feel like each of the songs kind of correlate to the previous track so if you're listening to it all in a row there is a sequence and flow is the story of the emotion of this album moves along and after you know addressing the hatred it's almost like here's how you deal with the hatred you ignore it you focus on you you focus on your growth and then you're not gonna have any problems well you'll have problems but you can't indulge that shit you know you can't give it you can't like focus on all of the ways that people are going to criticize you if you stick to your truth and you move proper you're going to grow and get what you want out of it all anyway i gave it a 4.5 on 5 really dope track i'm really like honestly we're over halfway through this album although we're probably more than halfway through in length because like this one was a minute and a half and the next one's less than two minutes and there's a couple others that are really short at the second half of this album so that is interesting um i don't dislike it at all um I, this one works. I don't think that there's anything more that could have been done to elongate this song that would have not felt like stretching it. So this is a weird time where I'm like, I'm really feeling that 90 seconds. Anyway, y'all might be going, okay, okay, move on. Let it flow. This has like this fun, snarky little beat, like almost like a lounging at a piano with like some hip hop under it. And it, it just has this funness to it where you haven't like maybe had this overall fun energy before like right off the jump light off the cigar until that fat lady to sing because when it's over the fat lady sings so they're celebrating they're fucking winning they're murking that shit they're letting it flow this is um monoxide starting us off once again we raise the bar and i ain't talking about irish spring fuck i wanted to go check if i had a bar irish spring soap so i could hold it up so then i could be like that but i forgot to do that but yeah so you know they raised the bar to standards and if you look at the versatility on this project i actually think that this album is a standard setting thing of what more people should be trying to do as opposed to talking about cocaine and fucking hoes like the underground really likes to do um we really want making it hard for these other rappers to breathe like a boa constrictor with every mic that I squeeze. Bitch, please get up off your goddamn knees. Yes, I'm rapping like the motherfucking 1990s. I still sound better with every letter I type into this iPhone. I'm like, that's amazing. So comes in he's fucking dope he's a good rapper he still raps like it's the old days like he's not one of these new age mumbly fuckers and he juxtaposes that but i write by typing words into an iphone you know like i'm using modern tech to be dope while still being traditional with it i'm a tad pock you're a tad pull that's fucking dope like he he's hitting it with the real and you're just a little fishy um anyway it's pretty dope it's really fucking fun so let it flow let it flow as the chorus as jamie sings it out and then he does the second verse if you're a painter you who need a painter teach you how to paint you probably should shouldn't be painting in the first place and i love that idea something that's always baffled me is art school i mean i i want to throw in that I, I mean, I make music, I rap, and I've been teaching myself how to sing over the last long time. And I'm not good at singing yet. I'm a, dec I'm a pretty decent rapper, but as far as singing goes, um, I'm not terrible. I've moved into a nice, comfy, lower end of middle ground. So I'm bad, I'm mediocre, but I'm like lukewarm. I'm not good yet. But I did take three singing lessons, but I had the passion to keep at it. Like, literally, nobody can really teach you how to do this shit. They can just kind of give you homework assignments and force you to practice it. So the idea of somebody going to school and actually needing 
somebody to teach them shit when they could go on the internet and like look it up if you have a passion for it you're gonna drive yourself you're gonna educate and teach yourself now i'm not saying you don't collaborate and that you don't like go out there and meet people and network and grow your craft what i'm saying is if you're gonna go like rely on somebody to teach you how to do it there's a good chance that you're not gonna get it because like you either have to drive to teach yourself to get that knowledge and do it or you don't and that's just uh, so i love that i love how he starts off that part uh like a drug with the first taste make you feel like you are the greatest like a modern day da vinci anything to be famous any work you do next project you got to excel it don't get ahead of reality let your listeners tell it blah 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 so it's like keep grinding keep trying to be the best you know i really like the chatty tacky itches thinking they can do what we do better with the quickness um you can never play this position so go on hush your hole and take a listen man we get uh spitting gifted taking a shit on any of the competition witness the demented duos we be getting lifted this track was dope i really enjoyed it um i gave it a 4.5 i thought it was really really enjoyable oh shit i actually fucked up i gave uh skit 17 the last track of 4.25 I, I i was looking at the wrong notes but i did give this one a 4.5 um yeah i get skit 17 it, it's definitely not as good as this one this one is definitely better than that one um i really just enjoy like the flossiness to it it's just like again a reminder that yo as much as we can we can do all this other shit we can also do this shit too we can rap proper and uh we're we're confident in that something i wanted to point out at some point listening to this album is i feel like tech nine gets a lot of credit on being like versatile as fuck and shit but i really think twisted has been versatile as fuck for a very long time too and like i don't see how like people are going to be putting tech nine up here but they're not looking at twisted and giving him a lot of love because as much as maybe they're not chopping on every fucking song they have content and i really appreciate that just wanted to throw it out there this is like what i hope for the the like the sound distribution here it's kind of like what i was hoping for from a tech nine project now i haven't listened to the latest tech one so i'll have to go listen to nina and see if it's good or not and i don't want to like take shots at anybody or you know say anybody's better than it whatever but i like twisted a lot more than i like tech nine and they're really hitting that urge of that all over the place fucking crazy shit in terms of versatility and so yeah i'm just throwing it out there um why don't we move on to uh don't be hating yeah i guess i shouldn't have been hating right before this one so this is a cool fucking song and it features young wicked and like the beats just kind of fun and like popping like there's like actual clappings and shit going on in the chorus like don't be hating i don't heard it all before don't be hating you don't need no talent for you know it's just fucking good it's just got this energy to it where you're like flossing it's like they proved they could rap now they're proving that their life is actually kind of dope and you shouldn't be a hater now hating is when you're a little bit jealous of somebody so to be fair i'm not jealous of tech nine so i wasn't actually hating on them i'm i'm a little bit weirded out by the fact that everyone obsesses about tech nine the way that they do um when guys like twisted are clearly more interesting at least to me to me they're more interesting but uh hating involves jealousy so to be a hater you are jealous of somebody therefore you say negative things about that person in order to belittle them in some way so don't be hate anyway we did the cook but back when we was broke there was still hating then 
I like that idea because like they were dealing with haters from like the point where they had nothing but well now they're not at the point where they have nothing so in the first verse um uh rock flows in this like thirsty host these rappers want to get chosen it's hypocrites it's coming twisted a bitch check the record sales see who off and on like a light switch you calling a sellout so i call you fair weather fam only cool to the og fella you in love with the concept that the other rappers and record companies want to apply to a project now there's a couple of things in there so y'all like they do their shit and they're fucking proper with it fine uh they check the record sales sometimes they're on sometimes they're off all right so maybe they don't have the most consistent career um but i like the idea of you calling a sell it's like how you fair weather fam um and that's an interesting point because why is it that like if you want to make a living or gain some capital off of your fucking art that you're instantly like a sellout like if you put all of the time and effort into your shit like shouldn't you get a little bit paid for it like as much as i'm not asking for money here i mean part of my hopes with this podcast is i can get a sponsorship deal or something where it can like offset my expenses in life and maybe allow me to focus more on this but based on some people's perspectives that makes me a sellout okay but like we're all sellouts you don't do anything without like an end goal of mine so anyway that's fine um then you got like uh the second verse where jamie madrox comes in you know i'm at a level they'll never get they tell me to keep it real they hit me off with the counterfeit underground i sold a mill you say i'm irrelevant because i don't mumble none of my words and worship the devil it's a goddamn shame yep i say god next time you hear me say it, you know i'm referring to i not e-y-e but m-e that's interesting because i've been reading that gospel of hip-hop where like if you're a proper hip-hopper you are to become a god within yourself and etc so it's interesting just to kind of almost see like there's like this to me it looks like this subtle nod to like proper conventional hip-hop culture being like thrown in and like self-preservation and who i am and the way people shit on them even though they've had actual legitimate success where again they should be getting praised more than they actually are anyway i really like that um and then the third verse is young wicked kicking it in and i haven't heard a lot from young wicked but i really like a lot of what i've heard from him um yeah uh what they hitting on me for is it because my dough is rising yeah i'm kicking on these hoes i go jason on these hoes no escape for all these hoes got a jakes all of y'all are fake stay where y'all belong uh up under my balls open your jaw it's braggadocious it's fine i'm not saying it's the most like none of this song is meant to be the most riveting conscious shit but we've already gotten a bunch of conscious shit so that's fine the next track on this album's conscious shit that's fine instead what we're getting here is fun braggadocious like look my life is good now you can try to invalidate my goodness but really you're just coming off like a motherfucking hater overall super enjoyable track i give it a 4.5 on 5 really great one um the next track though like i said is a little bit more conscious a little bit more conceptual as we discuss role models so it starts off and there's like this little uh jamie's doing a little accent he's like i'm gonna tell you something straightforward nine times out of ten the people that you look up to are looking down on you never forget that now come on go so it's like a little mafia type dude and it's like pointing out like look you might look up to these celebrities and these role models and these people that you actually look up to but most of the time they really don't give a fuck about you to a point where they look down on you i think the world's perfect example of that is taylor swift where she clearly doesn't give that big of a fuck about her fans but she clearly likes their money 
that's a good way to look at it so what's this first gonna what song gonna be about well it's gonna be about some direct role models that exist in life and maybe some of the things that they have taught us and i think it's a really good song for that purpose donald trump told us all that it's never too pushy to walk up to a woman and just grab her by the seat harvey weinstein said that he's been doing it for years he's even got himself a slogan suck my dick for careers louis ck told us one time this is how you do it i tell them if they fuck me then i'll put them in my movies here comes kevin spacey says he made a mistake well what you call a mistake we just call it rape and then it brings up um what's his fucking name huxtable fucking uh wow i can't even remember the fucking guy bill cosby brings up bill cosby i can't believe i forgot that um and yeah so it's like if you really think about it these are all like heroic figures who were all like when i was growing up as kids all of the people maybe not louis ck he came a bit later but all these people are people that were like role models people that were considered good to look up to and everyone forgets how much donald trump was loved i don't forget how much donald trump was loved everyone was like okay with it when he was a billionaire asshole they just weren't okay with it when he was a billionaire asshole who became the president but like ultimately all these people were raised up and like whatever and then they did all these bad things so it's a good like looking at how all of these people who we put on pedestals and look up to are maybe not teaching us the best uh lessons and then in the second verse it's a little bit more like all over with like one-liners like jared was a pedophile demi just did again harvey liked to touch a lot martha fresh up out the pen no one want a wife rihanna they just want a cake and so must be more to superficial pretty singing coochie holes hillary done killed her own donald is a racist type obama was a pushover and burning a socialite you know and flows on i really like the triple x temptation punched a uh, girl a pregnant girl kanye selling million dollar tease man fuck the world although what's why is tyler said he likes the boys up in here why is tyler the creator fucking men a problem here not really sure what i'm supposed to be taking from like why did he get mixed into a literal verse with jared the pedophile that seems like that seems like a risky thing to do in an era where like even like if y'all don't like gay people that's fine but that seems like that seems like not nice to tyler the creator i don't know maybe it is something to be said if you're really against that shit as a role model thing but to me it was like the rest of the verse is actually really really astute and really 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 fucking good um i didn't even know usher had herpes until i read this verse uh but like yeah i don't know i can't i don't know the tyler one's kind of weird still the overall song's pretty great then there's a little bridge where it's like you get these like little cut-ins like they call themselves twisted i'm not even sure we should mess with these people i don't think they have anything to live for you know we do this forever and a lot of people have still like never heard it we've been going out for the last how many years fuck them all let them die if it wasn't for the family and it's true we wouldn't be here right now we would literally be homeless in an alley so i mean you get off this start where it's like yo they call themselves twisted they don't even look like they care so why should we care about them and then kind of pointing out how long they've been going at this shit and if it wasn't for the people that do support them and that you know the they there wouldn't they wouldn't be here and that's like literally wouldn't be here they might be fucked up doing some badass shit anyway i like this song a lot i gave it a 4.5 it really kind of goes to show like we were painted out as like we as in twisted were painted out as these terrible role models yet here we are spitting truth and really relatable honest shit meanwhile look at all these heroes in the world that you know are out there 
painting out way worse pictures than us. So I kind of like that. Um, anyway, the next track is called Wreck. I'm not going to lie. This song feels like a bad knockoff Linkin Park band. Um, I don't mean any kind of disrespect with it. They don't sound like that. But it feels like that kind of side of new metal that was not really my favorite. So this one did not hit me with that nostalgic warm fuzzy feeling as the other ones. Got past it real quick. It's still a really, really well-made song. Um, it's more on the singier end of things. It's not so much on the rappier sides. Like, uh, it starts off with, Every time I close my eyes, I fantasize this life as an alibi to the crime of a disillusioned humanity. I think I need a reason to keep it together. I see it coming apart again. Amen, there's another ghost of my day. You know, it's more on this, okay, I'm maybe not fully there. My, my perception on shit's still fucked up. It's still kind of a battle. It's still not proper. My brain is leaving out the back while I'm coming in the front door. So maybe my actions aren't exactly right. And he kind of looks at a lot of maybe that confusion and insanity inside of himself again. And then that chorus is, why can't they fix me? I guess I'm a wreck. I'm fixable. It's not for a lack of trying. I become unbroken, unpredictable. All right. So after all this time, I'm feeling a certain way. It just gets worse. And the chorus kind of fills in and a little bit more like i'm just waiting for the next bad thing you know stay clear of my kind you can't save me second verse is the same kind of thing every time you cross the line you act lost in an attempt to define you you can't look behind you i'll be in the shadows if you blink you think you need a reason to believe in everything that you're believing screaming yeah amen there's another ghost inside your life and you couldn't be more afraid to embrace the change oh sorry that second verse kind of has it more almost maybe talking to that first and in the first verse where again it's looking at the well, while you're saying all of this shit, you know, you, you could just change. Um, you're always full of solutions and I'm nothing but the problems surrounding you every single day and you just push me away. Or maybe I'm confused. Maybe I really don't know what the fuck's going on. I've been criticized for doing this too many times on this podcast. I, I feel like maybe he's still kind of playing in that main character, being a broken mess, actually, after all. And um, he's dealing with a person, maybe... You know, like when you're dating a partner who's stable and you're not and you're all like bringing them down and you feel a certain way around them. And then in the third verse, it's like, leave me alone. I'm broken or breaking inside my mind. You'll find there's no more solution. So confusing and this hopelessness and whatever. And I guess my issue with this song, if there was an issue, is that it doesn't have that like happy ending or positive tone that most of the other aimless sounding songs had. It just kind of ends on this dark, I'm fucking broken tone which i don't know it was just weird after role models and shit maybe it's the consequence of those role models as you end up feeling wrecked and broken like this because that's the world that we live in that would make sense based on how they've constructed the rest of this project um i give it a 4.35 it is actually a really enjoyable song for the genre it's in um i feel like it's a little bit weird of the style of this it's my least favorite of the rocky ones and i don't know i feel like it's really enjoyable until I think about it. And so it is what it is. I know that playing in the context of this album, I like this song. As far as it as a single would go, I couldn't really see myself seeking out this particular one, whereas most of the other tracks, I feel like I put them on shuffle, it'll be real good. Um, that's fine. Uh, maybe it doesn't really matter if it matters what I think. So this one has like, I don't know, I guess more of a alternative rappy beat to it. It's flowing in and it's all good. I just have to point out that then you get to this chorus and if it goes, if it doesn't matter what I think, and then there's just like this now kind of like scream that goes into it. 
And I was like, that's a cooler juxtaposition that they threw into this one. Um, I, I like how at the beginning, you can barely hear it. He goes, I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live forever, live forever. We can barely hear it. It's like way down in volume, but it's almost meant to be like that. And then your life's an indecision. Somehow you'll n you never choose. No matter what the game, you'll never win you. And then that kind of is almost like a callback, I think, to an earlier track on a project in terms of the perspective of other people versus... Um, how you kind of set yourself up for failure and then it flows into jamie madras going i don't want to be lonely i want to be alone too many things in my world are going on can't shut them off turn the voices down the crowded room when you want no one around overwhelms and upsets me feeling weak because you're not there to protect me and so he's feeling a certain way i, I really like the i don't want to be lonely i want to be alone line because it's really hard to not end up feeling lonely while you're alone even though you don't want to be around people and you might end up feeling like in a certain way. In fact, being around people is terrible, but you want that one particular person. And I get the feeling that he's lost this person or that things weren't like proper with them anymore. You know, feeling weak because you're not there to protect me. Tell me that everything's fine so I can realign what reality that we live in because I get lost sometimes. You're a lifeline ready to bring me back when I'm not here and I don't know how to act. You know, so it's like this person just balances them and keeps them all there. But I thought it was really interesting, you know, because, um, you know, so when I wake, I can go back on track and told me to go. But will you let me back in? So maybe at a different point, sometimes this conversation ends where they're together, other parts where it's not. But it's almost like he's a static in the radio station and this person can choose how to deal with this person with the dial me up, dial me up or dial me up. Every now and again, I want to be there fucked up. And you can pretend that I'm better than I've ever been, but we both only be lying to each other again i'm bad news in my shoes and these old souls love each other more than anyone else do and so i asked before i pass through does anyone out there feel that for you and i think it's interesting like the proposition is like look i'm fucked up and i can't even be consistent in shit but at the end of the day my love for you is eternal you know we go back so far back and you know it's really interesting um and then i like the idea of then it flips into this hook where if it matters what I think now, if it doesn't matter what I think now, if it doesn't matter how I feel now, tell me where you'll be when it all falls down. Tell me where you'll be when it all falls down. And it repeats that. So, I mean, it's basically going like, if you don't care what I think now, there's no proof that you're going to care when I really need you to care. That's the kind of sentiment of it. So it's looking at, I guess, how people perceive them and their reactions to it. Monoxide in the second verse starts off with, I can see right through you, never nothing more than cellophane. So clear what your agenda was to put us all in a shallow grin, but career suicide wasn't a game I was ready to play. Now I'm living it every day with every word I say. It's a gamble I'm willing to take, put it all out on dimmer plates. And again, I'm feeling like you get the isolated dark feeling on the first verse and then maybe the response coming in the second verse where it's like, you know what maybe i depended on you so much in that first verse and it was bad because you didn't really care what i thought in the first place so here it's like well since you didn't care now i'm going out there and doing what i'm shitting uh sorry what i'm trying to i'm trying to accomplish all of my shit and uh i'm not willing to fuck certain things up or let you go in a certain way i'm going out there to accomplish you know and these are the risks i'm willing to take you know spending summer to winter just thinking gotta get away from the bitter people they like literally just litter me with the hate hoping i'll break sinking to the bottom on the blackest lake so it's when you start to look around and realize the toxicity of your situation and you want to get out of it and want to make your whole get world get better i don't know i just this is what i was looking for in terms of that positive uplifting feeling at the end of a song that was maybe missing on wreck but but I really like this one. Um, 
I don't know that it's like my favorite sound. Uh, I definitely like it more than I like Wreck, but it's not as good as Role Models will say. So I gave it a 4.4. I do think it's a great song, and I don't think anything on this album is below good. Like it's all really strong and really well-made music that we've heard so far. So with that being said, there are three left on the project, and why don't we talk about For the Nightmare Children? So I completely forgot to mention this, but something that was fascinating about the way they stylized uh, all the song titles is they only use little letters. That's why you'll see wherever it's about here that it's all little letters. Normally I put it all caps, but since Twisted made it all little letters for this project, it's all little letters. Um, this one is like this like anthemic feeling track, like the beat evolves as it goes along. Um, I kind of feel like it's an anthem for the broken and the, the people maybe not feeling a certain way. So maybe it's like all the people that they've been kind of writing about in this album who maybe haven't been able to find a way and it's kind of like wrapping it up into like this is their track you know we are the anguish the forgotten looked over and pushed aside we're fluent we speak the language the nightmares real this is the generation taught to be crippled by emotions and how they feel hearts led and blind always trying to get behind all the while always trying to get behind all the while falling further behind if i'm living i'm learning consistent determined to be the voice for those unable to speak somewhere between the powerful and the weak we are the void but the music complete you again onto your medicine so this is looking at like the kids born today and the lessons being taught and if you look at our emotion driven uh, opinions over facts mentality it's like it's looking at how this night these whole generations almost living through a waking nightmare because they can't handle anything and they can't deal with things that the way you're maybe supposed to do it so i thought it was this this whole verse was really almost like summarizing the content of the album almost justifying the the title in a sense it's in a, in a weird way it's like the title track um and the second verse is it in your head where everything the living and the dead they are the only everyone in between like digest the paper you look down upon and judge amongst your friends the frown and clown upon the people at their end you know it's just again kind of looking at a different perspective of it but looking at the way we treat each other today the fakeness going on the way people are maybe not supported in the right directions and shit um and it kind of ends with this little outro shadow smiles no fucks to give mama say a prayer for the nightmare children they criticize us in the way we live but we can end this now then uh we can end this now than we ever did shadow smiles no fuck to give etc so it's like nobody cares nobody has this real passion or desire in them and it just kind of ends how everyone's criticizing everyone's feeling a certain way and I, I do think that after writing maybe almost critically about this generation to show this kind of empathy and, and almost sorrow for what is to come from it it's like you can tell that this whole project was really inspired from a place of holy shit the world is going in a weird direction we we are going to document how we see it and I really like that. So I gave this song though a 4.25 because as much as it's like interesting conceptually, sonically I was like, eh, I'm okay with it. It's a big tone shift to like a creepier, ominous feel to it, but it's fine. Uh, it's good in the sense that, again, compared to like average shit or whatever, it's fine. But compared to the rest of this album, I liked it less. That's what I'm trying to convey. Anyway, two more. The next one is the end of the beginning. 
So you hear like this creepy voice, like screaming kind of noise, people in the background, like ambient darkness. It's like a little one minute outro skit thing. It's like, ha 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 ha, I lay in the blanket of the night for the children awake in the night. Something is calling them off the wings for something more wicked than humans. Could it be the one that they cursed who fell through the ceiling surrounding the earth? We don't mention his name, especially not in these parts and certainly not on Halloween in this hallowed part. One thing's for sure as children, we are no longer all taught to be seen or not heard. We answer to no one but the head of ourselves, so grab your things and return me to hell. And yeah, it's like almost like presenting a little bit of a demon thing or a particular negative force in the world that transcends just basic human nature that's almost influencing humans to be in this situation so it's like kids no longer have that humility to want to learn and to listen and respect their elders instead everyone's encouraged to be their own boss to be their own person to be assertive and to be an individual and just a side note the idea of being an individual outside of the rich so like the wealthy they always have the right to be an individual but for the bulk of people the poor the plebs the you and me um, we weren't really given the right to have identity until like the 1910s or 20s or something like that when all of a sudden poor people developed identity. So this whole idea of identity has been like this big experiment for the last 100 years or so. And yeah, I guess one of the consequences is that children are no longer taught to be seen and not heard. They're taught to, to have personalities and I don't know. It's an interesting thing. Um, I don't know what to do with this skit. It just popped up. I wasn't really sure what it was. It's some unnamed force that's roaming around. So it's fine. I give it a four. It's here. It's on this project. And the next one on Spotify, it says V5 Strike. So I wanted to know if that's like the fifth strike song or if there's a bunch of versions and what are V1s through four like. Anyway, Strike. So this is like an aggressive, hard-hitting, like, rap song, you know? It's got, like, the the hook starts off with there is no serum, there is no anti-venom, come soon rescind, will, uh, rescind this will usher in this Armageddon, it's coursing through your veins, of course you can't change, venomous we remain, feel the strike of the serpent fang. So I got the sense that all of their words, their ideas, they're, like, striking in at people, and it's like you can't cause it. They're catalysts for change, and it's unstoppable. And then the verses flow through and uh, Jamie and uh, Monoxide go back and forth for the first four verses. So feeling bad vibes, current self in my past lives, fu uh, future funeral, all for numero zero, don't you know? So hard living in the shadows of excellence. Fuck all you hear, all the pessimists, the venomous. I got the symbiotes locked in the dark directionist. I feel like we're in the same ballpark of what we've been talking about. Fuck the haters, we doing our shit. Um, I've been in this perspective. And, you know, I'm uh, uh, in my fever broke, I'm wide awake. If I should die in the afterlife, I'm going to pray the Lord my soul should take. And it's almost like they're still trying to get out. They're still trying to put their perspective out there in the world and fuck the haters. Hear my voice, but know it goes unspoken. The poison poets corroded choices, emoted by devotion. The seal is broken, the void is open. Provoking a potent dosage, dissolve your organs. Venomous, at least according to the warning. You know, flowing in, maybe they're not being heard. Um... Maybe they're still watching all of this corruption and maybe they feel that the societal direction of things is preventing their success in some way. I don't know. Still, it's fine. It goes on through. They keep it going with the next couple of verses. 
Um, then in the last verse, we have a feature from Ala Exul Elu. I don't know if I said that right, but it's proper. It, it kind of fits in with the same overall tone of what we've been listening to on this truck. Um, let the Venom attack one time. Hit him with it. I got a blood tie. Venom is five. Number one, why would you ever want to be a victim of something so sick and twisted with axe? I'll listen to trap. It's hitting it back. It's hitting bitch back. We're giving no chance. We're giving no slack. Anyway, they're coming in. They're good. Um, everything else is bullshit. I don't really know if i can say a lot more about this song i think it's a strong ending like they coming in there and if you look at it, maybe the last few tracks it's like they they see all the the problem with these children out there and the kids growing up with the lack of it they you know there's some evil force out there in the world and then they're striking in and they're fucking crushing it they're gonna defeat the evil maybe i'm wrong but that's what it felt like um I don't know. This one's a 4.35. It's a good song. It's not one of my favorite ones on a project, but it's still a good song. All right. So that's the end of the Twisted Generation Nightmare album review. Um, I gave this project a 4.47 on 5. It is really fucking good. It is versatile to all anything. 20 tracks, 20 different sounds. Every song is about something in particular. Every song has its own topic. They rap in every conceivable rap style you can think of. They sing in multiple new metal y kind of styles. They play with all sorts of different genres and i think it's so fucking incredible they were very sparse with the features they did have dudes on their crew come in but it was very sparse with it i know young wicked i saw he was involved in some of the production efforts on this in terms of mixing and stuff so i don't actually know how far it is there's not that much information out on uh, this day after the release but um I'm really blown away. The overall album is commenting on the emotional state of the young people and whatnot. These people ruled by emotion and this constant conflict of angst and anxiety where people are maybe taught critical thinking or how to deal with truth or how to acknowledge the realities of life. And it's almost like a deep dive into all the different shades of the emotions that's out there with this like negative tone. Like the album's not meant to be happy. It's meant to almost document the nightmare that is this current generation from their perspective. Uh, meanwhile, proving that they're fucking good rappers uh, and convincing me that they're highly underrated and deserve a hell of a lot more love than they're getting right now. Um, that's all I got to really say about it. I really recommend this project. I don't think um, you'll like every song on it, but I think that for the most part, if you're into authenticity and you're into versatility, this is one impressive ass fucking album. Plus, they answered me on Twitter, so they're fucking cool. Anyway, thank y'all for watching this. It really means the world to me that you guys do take the time to check it out. I look forward to hearing what you have to say in the comment section. If you make that effort to leave me a comment, I'll make that effort to answer you. I think that's only fair, and that's how community gets built. Special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsi, TJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Chris Prado, and Jonathan Barnes. They support what we do. They helped us get a new camera. They get to tell us what albums to review. So next weekend, Mr. Lindell Williams gets an album request. And every couple of weeks, Patreon just forces our hand. Whatever album, however obscure, or if it's your buddy or whoever so if you want to tell us what to do you can sign up there get access to content early when we're on time with shit and we're gonna figure out ways to grow it over the course of the year um and yeah if you also want to show some love and you don't want to do patreon you can uh, hit that subscribe button hit the like button leave that comment do the traditional youtube thing to show them that you care about us because in this current climate of creating content it's a fucking tough ass battle especially if you're like one of the only people trying to make long ass album reviews going into depth and maybe i'm not the best at this but 
I can't stand the 12 minute videos. I want to see more and more people making this deep dive style shit. Anyway, I appreciate y'all being here. Oh, I dropped a project recently back in November and I'm working. I just finished recording like the full version. I was like the EP version and the full version. I literally laid down the last verse yesterday. So that's going to come out soon, the full project. And that'll be fucking dope. But you can check out what's available on this channel, on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, all that good, uh, Spotify, all the good shit. Anyway, I look forward to seeing y'all soon. Me and Chris will be out with another review in a couple of days, just timing and shit. We got the classic quest coming back. Sorry about skipping a week. Holiday and whatnot you know we, we took a holiday for once whoops anyway we didn't tell anyone that's our bad peace look forward to the next time <laughs>